Hello friends, this is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome you guys to the season four, episode 23. This episode is gonna be called Hobosexual Dating. Now it's not homosexual, it's hobosexual. <laughs> we'll get into that definition a little later in our episode. But we have myself, we have Kylie, we have Anne Shirley, we have Red Pill, we have Alpha Mug, and a, a return of Max Savage on this episode. So let's get into it right now. A man is someone who is responsible um, and someone who has a sense of direction and someone who knows how to frame or like create structure um, and is very like self-directed in that. Like I don't have to tell him how to like (laughs) do things. He inherently already knows because he's a man um, what the next step would be. Yeah. Also on top of that, I would say a problem solver, um, like knows how to fix things. I think that's very manly, masculine. Um, Also uh, takes accountability. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think in right now in this Aquarius, we're moving into a new kind of transitional space where all of these all the things that we thought were masculine are kind of transforming and like expressing themselves in a different way so i all this to say is like i think there's um a small fear that manhood is dying and masculinity is dying but i don't think that's true i think masculine energy is just being transformed and existing in a brand new way so you can still be like a self-directed strong masculine man and also like live at home and support your family and not be a hobosexual like you like it can still be your like your domain like you can still be um, you have to disagree with that you're gonna disagree i'll disagree with that i'm sorry but i think think people are trying to transform masculinity i think that's what they've been trying to do in the last five years as they're trying to transform it and try to make it more feminine. And it's funny because they're not trying to transform femininity into anything. They're not trying to transform that, but they're trying to, for some reason, make masculinity into this toxic thing. And masculinity has never been toxic. It's still not toxic. There's nothing toxic really about it. It's just masculinity. You know what I'm saying? There's there's something else. uh, One of of the things is that this isn't the first time in history that this has happened. What's going on, guys? This is Dante from the White Day Podcast. Welcome you guys to this episode of, man, I don't even know what episode we're in. I know we're in season four, right? I think it's like 24, 23. So 23? 25, right? 24. 24. Uh, well, yeah, just so you guys know, we are reaching our anniversary too. So, you know. 
we'll probably have something for the uh, listeners and fans who are listening to. I'm getting something together for the people, for you guys too. So it's in the works. I've been kind of on that work, on that little grind there. So if you guys are listening and following through, just keep going on here um, <laughs> and do that. So we'll do a little quick recap of the last episode. Last episode, we kind of, did we wing that one? We kind of winged it a little bit, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I can't remember. Was it, ah, man, which episode was it? It was, I didn't know a topic to name it either. I didn't know how to like put that into words. Like, when lazy. I was thinking, is lazy dating? Okay, lazy dating. All right. <laughs> No effort, right? Putting effort or non effort, right? And we talked about our expectation. Anything you guys want to add on there? You guys can. But otherwise, we'll move on to the next topic. I'm not sure if you guys want to. Anything come to your mind and your guys' experience after? What, what is lazy dating? Uh, you don't do that. So we. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot, I forgot who's even on here. Sorry, my bad. I didn't, yeah, even, I didn't even tell who was on here. All right, we got me, got Kylie. We got Max Savage on here, Aunt Shirley, and Alpha Monk. So, my bad. So, yeah, they're on here. But, uh, yeah, lazy dating it pretty much is not putting the effort that's required, right? Okay, all right. You said it's something good, Aunt Shirley, but I can't remember what you said about it. Uh, I put it in my notes. But we have the, what, she, what she said is there's no reason to be in a relationship. You're just going to be lazy about it. I like it's that. like it's like being half ass at a job, you know. It's like don't don't do it. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. I yep. see it like don't 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 be lazy in a relationship. Like if you if, if it works for you, cool. And if your partner's okay with it, cool. But a relationship's like a like a part time job. Yeah. And if you want it to get better, you go from part time to full time, and then you get into some management steps. And, you know, you work your way in. Like, okay. That's true. That's true. I guess y'all. What's up, man? Yo, what's happening? Yeah, thanks for joining in, typing in, uh, red pill. <laughs> so Sorry, I was uh, the weather, not weather, the air quality in uh, in Tracy is really, really bad right now, and so I was having like, man, I thought it was like asthma, like I could not breathe, my sinuses are all bad. So, too much medicine, I actually ended up like passing out. Sorry about that. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you know, uh, I went to high school in Tracy, it's always that bad. Oh, no. It's always it's always better you don't notice it when you're there until you leave and you're like oh fuck like it's one of those yeah. places. Well, mm-hmm. i went to west high what me too right yeah. well that makes sense yeah oh. <laughs> actually i think max is a little different <laughs> a little different i mean the, the effort's there i guess we can talk about the effort but. i know for y'all it's been a while but i graduated high school in 2015 what do you think about uh, lazy dating or putting in effort when it comes to dating? Oh, wow. You just dropped that one on me. Okay. Uh, you should do it. You should put in effort. <laughs> so, That's what I said. But we talked, about, we talked about people who are, like, married who put more effort than people who are single. Yeah. So, in quote it. Well, being married, like uh, – I think we all know here that being married for love is it's typically not as good as being married for other reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, when you're married for other reasons, like there is a set mission, like, Oh, we have to make this work. You're kind of in and out of love in your marriage. 
you know, and, and sometimes you might be on the down end, right, where you're just a little bit less <clears throat> intimate, or a little bit less compatible at some point, and all it takes for a handful of things to happen, you guys get divorced. So, but yeah, when it comes to effort and dating, uh, you should definitely put it in, but you kind of have to gauge it, right? Like, the more you're dating that person, the more effort you should put in, but you should never, ever feel like you're overextending yourself, ever. Okay. Like, it shouldn't, you put in effort, but it shouldn't feel like work, you know? Yeah, but the thing is, I think single people just don't even, like, make attempts anymore these days uh-huh. to even show that they're interested. It's almost like a game of, like, who cares the least <laughs> when you're trying to get to know someone. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about, like, the, the yeah. hard to beat game. Well, it's, it's even beyond that. It's, like, hella lazy, like... Like, leaving people on red for, like, two and a half weeks. Right. Wow. Yeah. And, and then... then Spotted back to two weeks later. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I think... I think that that's one of those things where when you're first starting to date somebody, and I learned this terminology, I grabbed this directly from reading, um, like, a pickup, like, one of the PUA books. It's like there's indicators of interest and there's indicators of disinterest. And I think when you're really keen on what those look like, that happens to you less and less when it comes to effort. Because when someone just shows an abundant amount of signs of indicated disinterest, you just stop talking to them, you just let them go, right? Um, the biggest one is lets you lead, right? That's it's called lets you lead. And that's one of the biggest indicators of interest that a man should look for in a woman is does she, if a man goes, hey, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z, do you wanna come with me? If she says yes and goes with you, that's a major indication of interest. Because most of the time, women would be like, oh, I have this thing, or no, I'm going to be busy that day, or well, let me see, or can my girlfriends go, right? So if you're trying to talk to a girl and she keeps on giving you these like half yeses and half noes, after like two or three weeks, like you should just let her go. So I think it's when you're really keen on indicators of interest and indicators of disinterest, your time doesn't get wasted. Yeah. So you have to deal with the whole effort thing because everyone you are dealing with is putting in effort. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. I mean, you know, yeah. Proof. <laughs> <laughs> Being single, I, I really, I don't know. I guess, I guess to me, I feel like it requires a certain degree of experience too. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people who are a little bit more experienced might be the people who are married, who are like, oh, I already know what to do. I already know the play by way action to like make a girl feel special. Boom. I mean, like they got it down playbook (laughs) where someone else is like, what I took you to, huh? I think if you really like someone, like you don't need to have experience to show them that you like them, you know? Yeah. A quick walk in the park. How many times are you going to keep doing that? How many times are you going to quick do certain things over and over again? How many times are you going to go to the movies over and over again? There's certain things you could think of later on their interests are what their hobbies are and yeah. Yeah. i was about to say if their hobbies are going to the movies like me fucking that's happening a lot like, <laughs> it's not even dating at that point like, like, i'm tired of going to movies so you're, you're seeing this movie with me or not <laughs> you're tired of the cliche thing they want something new special every time so i mean that requires a little bit more like i said max on the other hand he figures things out with dating he knows oh this is this i mean he may take the girls the same girls the same place he goes to but you know, I, it's still. Di- <laughs> I remember you said the last episode. It's on our recap. <laughs> it's it's, it's on our, one of our so clips. It matter, right? 
<laughs> it's on our it's on our clip. I remember he said <laughs> he said, Yeah, I'm, there's times where I took the girl to the same place. Like, I feel like you've been here before. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> when I said that? Yeah, you said, Oh yeah. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Sorry. Uh, it's a place I like, apparently. I don't know. Fuck you. Um, now, that apprehension that people have when it comes to dating, when it comes to giving an effort, do you think that that happens when people don't want to seem too overeager or too game, right? Like, they, they don't want to seem like they're too overbearing or too eager about a possible relationship with that person. That So, inter- they internalize that, and so they, they really just play it aloof. They just play it way too <laughs> I mean, I think if you do too much, it can push people away, too. Because then you don't know that either. If you really like someone, you do hella shit. And then they're just like, oh, God, he's, like, overwhelming me. Or he or she's overwhelming me with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You mean? Which is but I think, you know, by the time we reach, like, 18, we've all been there where we put too much effort into somebody. And we got the backlash from it. So you kind of learn from your experiences. Some people don't. Some people I'm continue also, to grow. I'm and some really, people get stronger. They just continue to meet more people and cold approach so they can get over that. But yeah. um, we've all been there. We put too much effort in. We put too much heart on the, you know, on the table, and that shit just got, you know, on the chopping block. So it makes sense that that, that relationship, that yeah, relationship with me at eighteen, I married the woman. So it makes a lot of sense. I put in way too much effort for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, it's like you're more cautious for it, you know. So yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna say when I'm like, yo, like I love you. I got that's a, it's a little bit more serious on who I say it to because yeah. I've learned from the past mistakes of. Exactly. Yeah, we're just out of nowhere, and you know, shit changes. Yeah. Think about what you're putting on the line too. Is your emotions, and that shit can last years. You know, you can scar, yeah. and insecure, you yeah. know, um, all kinds of shit. So, yeah. I think a lot of people will be apprehensive at first. You know, you got to. You don't you can't trust anybody at first. You know, you don't know yeah. what their feelings are or anything. You know, even if they're upfront about it, they could change. You know, yeah. I just never know. Yeah, still kind of fishy to me, but yeah. I'm still on the fence with that, but it's it's all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> I haven't been convinced any other different effort. I'm still, you know, I don't want to battle about it right now. <laughs> I'll say my piece later. <laughs> this topic right now is going to be hobosexual, not homosexual, <laughs> hobosexual. Okay. Uh, I didn't know there was a, this was actually a term that people use. I thought we just made that up. Um, <laughs> but I guess it's a term. <laughs> That people use. I, I I just now found out about that. But um, let me see. Let me give you guys a play-by-play of what it is. Kylie, what is a what's, what's the definition? I actually have to look that up. Definition of homosexual. Because you post. So it's basically a guy, or I guess a woman could be a homosexual too, right? Or is it just men? No, like, women can do it. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, honestly in I don't my think women do it. In my experience, <laughs> I only know women. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Wow. I think women do it more than men. I was gonna say, like everybody. So here's here's the thing. It sounds bad, and that's why you're like, oh, hobosexual. Look at it like this: a girl who's never lived with, she only lives with her parents, but when she's with a guy, she ends up living at the guy's house, right? That's the yeah. same fucking thing, same concept. But no, I know way too many girls that are like that, where they like they've never had their own place. Their own place has always been with a dude, and then when they break up now they're back at home it's like yeah you're a fucking hobo like get your own independence get your own spot i've met no, I know, so many girls so the intention yeah. is she is only dating him to live with him nothing oh no that's what these chicks are doing to stay but nothing else 
Oh, right. no, I'm, that, that, that's this, literally. It's like, they're with the person, and then, like, three weeks later, they're like, so when can I move in? It's like, what? <laughs> like, no, no, like, that's what this relationship is. Like, I give you sex, you give me a place to stay. Yeah. I, I've like, seen oh, that before. Okay. Like, I've known these relationships. I'm not, I haven't been in one. But, like, <laughs> I've seen, I've had friends, so I'm like, yo, like, you ever think of getting your own place? Why? I have my boyfriend. That's what he's there for. Well, oh, that's what he's there for. In the Bay Area, if you got your own house out here, man, like, <laughs> anyone can. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been to a girl who came to my place a couple times. She's like, it's a nice place. I really like this place. And then little by little, like, every week she's like, yeah, I really hate my roommates. And so many problems. <laughs> started leading up more and more. She was like, you got so much room here. <laughs> I just made some shit like, yeah, it's too bad. Like, you know, I'm not in this, uh, this lease that I can't have anybody in. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah. your lease is like that. You have to be the only one there. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you're not pulling that shit on me, man. Yeah. <laughs> the question I want to ask, too, man, is it during this time of crisis, is it more acceptable that people are homosexuals? Like, during the time of, like, people aren't working, blah, 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 not having a job, is it more acceptable now? Or do you guys think it's like, oh, it's fine. I just live my, my, my boyfriend I mean, and girlfriend. You, you're saying that during during the, the, the crisis that we're living in right now, is it okay for somebody to sleep on my fucking yeah. couch? All day. Not doing All day and do nothing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're giving me sex. It's not fucking happening. Like, at least do something. Right. I you mean, my... person you're having sex with sleep on your couch instead of with you in the bed? Well, so that's like they're like, oh yeah, like you know, I give me that. Like, I'm, I need my own place. Though, yeah, get your own fucking place. Then, <laughs> get out. It really oh. comes down to how you spin it, because like again, if it's just somebody who's like, oh, you just started dating this person, I could easily see them using the excuse, hey, I know we just like we just started dating, but you know, since the world's like fucking itself over right now. It'd just be easier if I stayed with you. And you're like, yeah, especially dudes. Dudes are like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, genius idea. Come on over. I don't have to worry about nothing. We, we, I see guys getting tricked into it a lot more than girls. I really see too many dudes who are like, hey, yo, let me crash at your spot. Maybe that, like, I, I'm fairly certain that happens. that happens. I just think that's more of a, I see more older men doing that, to be honest. Like deadbeat dads are always like you know, girls just to have a place to stay. Like, because I think my uncle's kind of like that. So, but that's because he's a, he's like an old dude, you know. Who's <laughs> called out his uncle? Yeah. Hey, I have I have like forty six uncles. They have to figure out between which one of them, which one I'm talking about. <laughs> you or me? Is you? You don't look about me. Call each other. It's like yo, Max is talking shit about you. Nah, bro, <laughs> that's not me. Dang. Dang. I mean, I, I don't know, man. You guys say like women do it, but is it? I, I really don't think a lot of women do. It. I see more guys like just bumming it. Well, then who? Like, give, give examples. You don't have to give names, but like, I mean, tell us a story. Yeah, story time. Who? I, how? Because this this makes it seem like you know a guy that's been in this position. I, mean, I know. I, I know a lot of guys. Want to tell people? I know. I, I, it was you. No, I know a couple guys who did that. Like, I have a couple of my friends who was bumming it, but he was bumming it either at, you know, our house or whatever case may be. Like, I had that happen, and then they always go to back to back forth with a girl because every time he was dating, like I say names, every time he was dating, he always had a girl that had a place, and he'll stay there, right? Yeah. And he won't really like. I'm not sure if he was like working a job or doing anything, but he was always finding a place to stay. So like, he was like, <laughs> I was like, man, like he's getting mail here too. Like you're getting mail at this place too. Like. <laughs> So I've seen that. I've seen it happen. But I was like, oh, okay. 
and I was like, all right, you know, he's just he's 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 doing something. He must be offering something for this to happen. Like he has must have that kind of exchange. Like, all right, cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but it kind of goes to my next idea. My next thing I want to bring up is like the signs you can spot out a homosexual. Like, there's a couple of signs I actually saw. I saw this. You know, Kylie actually shared this with me. She's a couple of signs you guys can see. <laughs> Your relationship moves at lightning speed. That's one. Two, you drift into a living, drift into living together. Yeah. Third, they live in the in-between jobs situation scenario. Oh, I'm in between. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you've changed your lifestyle to accommodate them. You heard them on the phone canceling their storage locker. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> your friends know exactly what's going on. <laughs> There's doors yeah, so, locked. You know what's really fucked up? These are all like me right now. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. The current girlfriend I was with, because I okay, I lived fucking two hours away, and she lived in the same city that I work in. So I was like, yeah, I know we just met, but like, I'm gonna crash on this couch because it's way easier for me to come here after work than it is to go home. I think I, I think I, I started off as a, as a homosexual. <laughs> yeah, you kind of. I have currently have my own yeah. place, but started off in the relationship. So but I'm gonna no, say a it's job, a good thing. You have a job though. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, you have yeah. a job, so yeah. yeah. I mean, she kicks so you out. Still doesn't have a job. Somewhere oh, she live, doesn't so. have a job. The so homosexual doesn't have a job. Yeah, they don't have a job. They don't have jobs. Is that yeah, what it is? Okay, okay. Yeah, they don't have a job. They leech off the woman too. You know, it's like, hey, baby, can I borrow thirty dollars? You know, <laughs> you don't know where thirty dollars is going to or nothing, shit like that. But in and in and out of work, that's what they call it. In and out of work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just in and out. You know, just you know. Another telltale sign is like the seasons too. Like you'll notice once we start getting into like winter season, <laughs> we'll like start like coupling up. I think that's when like um, you'll be able to identify those homosexuals who are trying to like you know shack up for the winter. Dang. And then when it starts to get warmer, all of a sudden you guys like break up. Um, wasn't working out now that it feels okay to sleep in a park you know then it's okay to break up yeah of course you can find you can find new people to shack up with dang see as i'm saying is that is that common that women do that like i can't picture like any women in that scenario doing this shit you just don't call it being a homosexual and women do it yeah we we all live together yeah i mean oh there's a relationship but when a guy doesn't oh he was homosexual I think yeah, that's I mean, what it is. That's, I mean, let's talk about that. Like, is, is it, you, do you think? That's true. This this sounds well, like I mean, this sounds it's, like a like sexist boys because it is well, like yeah, I know a lot of girls that do this that don't have a job, then you know immediately like get pregnant as soon as they're with the person. So it's like, oh well, I can't get a job. Like I'm pregnant. I'm gonna have to raise a kid. And it's like, dude's just like, fucking. I'm put in this situation. It's literally the same thing. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just I, don't, I don't know if it's, if it's the woman's goal at the beginning to do that, but like, that's what it sounds like, you know? Well, it's different. Like, okay, so like, let's take like, uh, they did the studies how uh, like a girl is beating up a dude in public and everybody's laughing or nobody's doing anything and they switch it and the guy's doing it and everybody like beats up the dude and, yeah. and like, and they, they have things where uh, abusive relationships, it's okay for the girl to throw a high heel at her boyfriend's eye. <clears throat> but he slaps her in the back of the head, everybody goes crazy, right? It's kind of yeah. the same shit. It's the same thing. So girls can do do it. They won't call it homosexual because she's a girl. You know, she's coming from home. She's supposed to be not, she's supposed to be codependent. And it's okay for her to move in with her boyfriend. There's nothing wrong with that. It's innocent. She's in between jobs. She's a girl. It's okay. It's hard for her. She's a girl. That's yeah. how they see it in, in society. 
He's a dude. Yeah. No, he's a fucking man. He's supposed to have his own shit together. What is he doing? He's not supposed to be on our fucking couch. He's supposed to be doing his own cassette. You know, so it, it's just how society sees things, man. It's it's not going to change anytime soon. So it's just one of those fucked up things, I think. Yeah. I think it's a while, too, like, just like when when girls let the guy move in. Like, if, if a girl is dating a hobosexual, like, you ever noticed it's always, like, really insecure women allow that to happen? Mm-hmm. Women who, who are, like, incredibly insecure fall for the homosexual tactics. Like, all the women who I know who are either who are really, really confident or very secure in themselves, they're constantly saying, oh, my man has to have a job. My man has to do this. My man has to do that. Right? And it's kind of like, yeah, the only women who really let that happen, like, truly let that happen are women who are, like, incredibly insecure. Or that guy is, like, just really playing on her insecurities. Right? And so, because I think for women, because men are the gatekeepers of commitment. Right? In the end, like, I think, like, women are the gatekeepers of intimacy. They're the ones who say yes or no, sex is going to happen. But men are typically the gatekeepers of commitment, saying yes or no, this relationship's going to happen, right? Because typically that involves him providing some form of security. And so I think when women allow that hobosexualness to happen, that's how weird, hobosexualness. When they allow that hobosexualness to happen, it's like, I feel like they're trying to do that to entice him to be in a committed relationship because he's marked off so many different things yeah. and she doesn't realize like nah dude's kind of a loser yeah. you know yeah it's kind of like a good way of keeping an eye on yeah like, like once that relationship life. with this yeah. one she's like marking her territory this is her take she thinks she's taking control and allowing this to happen in reality he's in control and that's it's always like the homosexual she's just the most. yeah she's just yeah, always, them, so. always the dudes who want free shit from you and she don't need the first like, like, like i said so i have like, a cousin I have a cousin who, for 10 years, his girlfriend was a lawyer. For 10 years, he was a stay-at-home boyfriend. Didn't work for 10 whole fucking years. And he, she finally kicked his ass out. And now he works for, like, uh, some clothing company or something down in L.A. But, like, fucking crazy, man. You know, I forgot to even bring this up. So I'll bring up the buzzwords, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I almost said it, like, a thousand times. How have I not read this yet? Sugar like, Mama and Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now I said it. So what do you ladies, do you feel like that's are they are they speaking some truth there or is it you guys have something to say? Because I know you guys have something to say all the time. It's usually some debate. <laughs> you wanna <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um also a woman who has maybe a like a motherly complex or something where she feels like, Oh, I have to provide for him. I like taking care of him, you know, kind of thing. I like to you know, um, you know, pay for whatever. So I think like that can also be that kind of woman that would be into a hobosexual relationship. No, that makes a lot of sense. And a lot of these women do have these motherly instincts or they have like, um, they might have some insecurities. So like when a man is like showering them with all this attention and he's like moving the relationship really fast, like it's really, it, your emotions get caught up into it and it's really easy to get like fallen for the trap. And I think women who don't have these standards are really vulnerable to like men who are literally just like trying to exploit them to get a place. Um, and, and it might just come from a place of like, you know, um, wanting to be a good woman there's this like expectation that like you know you don't want to you meet a good man and if the only thing that like is holding him back from being a good man is like he doesn't have a good place to stay then like why not give him a place to stay like you don't want to like 
have your man like out in the streets, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think they make, it's not really like their fault that they're, I mean, it is their fault. That'd be but it's like, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, the, dude, the dude sounds like a loser. It's just, you know, you're yeah. in love with the loser and that's fine. Just understand mm. when you're in love with the loser, he's going to be a fucking hobo. He's going to be sitting on the couch the whole time, man. Yeah, I, I don't think you they signed up for you're that. You're okay with it. Like, you're okay with it. <laughs> they signed up for it. <laughs> Would you guys do something like that? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not a someone like that. Okay, it's all right. Hey, so I think I, I guess I totally get where you're coming from. And I actually really appreciate that. Because, like, hard times happen to men, too. And I think, you know, like, when a girl's going through a hard time, it's, oh, she's going through a hard time. When a guy's going through a hard time, it's, oh, he's a loser. Right? Yeah. Immediately, oh, that guy's a fucking loser. That guy's, that guy's yeah. a Get it together. <laughs> so I totally understand. And actually, actually, I love hearing that. But, and this is me having with my strict ideology about, like, what a man is. Mm. Get out of that situation. Like, you're, like, everyone's going to go through this point in their life that they're a fucking loser, right? We, we've all been there. We're procrastinating yeah. super hard. We're super lazy. We're not hitting any goals. We're, we're you know, suffering from some cost relationships mm. with different, uh, different uh, endeavors. But it's like, I'm sorry if you're a man, get your own shit. That's part of being a man. Like, I, I hate saying that because I know the whole be a man thing can be a pretty uh, toxic phrase to say, but that's exactly how I feel about it. It's like, be a fucking man, have your own shit. I agree. Which is why men are called homosexuals. Because there is a general standard for men in life, in society, to have, like, their shit together. And when they don't have that, like, how are you able to be a responsible partner? How are you supposed to, like, do any of that? Um, You can't. When you're dependent on your woman to, like, security. Right. So, I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things that I feel it, it, I don't know. It's like, it's tricky. It's tricky. Like it's hard to determine where you're just being a supportive partner or where he's just like exploiting you because he's lazy. Oh, I can add, I can, I think I know exactly why he's exploiting you. If that's how the relationship starts and it doesn't change, you're being a supportive partner. If he did have things and then he's lost it sometime after you guys started dating. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I feel that, that. that makes a lot of men. Men like to uh, <laughs> men like to get stuck in the routines very much. So if you start the routine off like ground zero, it's not going to get better. Like they're going to think it's okay. They're going to be like, oh, like this is fine. Like this is what you want. You want to pay for me. You want me to do this. Like we can get trapped in a mindset like that. You know. That's why men always try to push themselves to go further. And be like, no, be better and reach your goals. And it's like, yeah, but you'd say like, oh no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You won't. <laughs> You're like sick. Don't worry about something else. I won't worry about getting a job and leaving this couch. That's true. Yeah. I know women. Think more logically. When you, yeah. when you don't want to do, think more logically because everything is habitual. Like you said, everything is pattern. So it's like it, we, we see things better that way. So inconsistency yeah. is very important. Like if you, like I, I've, I've heard this from somebody, uh, like it was one of those date gurus or something. He said, when, at the first date, the dude is treating you all like this really great the first month, but then he changes. It's your job to remind him about all those great things so he can stay consistent in it. Yeah. If you let him lack on that, then that's your partial in that. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if he opens the door for you, if he's always doing sweet gestures and you really like that shit, then you have to consistently let him know if he, he starts slipping, 
you know, let him know. It's, you know, that's your dude. You know, you want him to be good to you. You want to be good to him. So it's yeah. like, it's like raising a dog, you know? I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you reward him with sex when he does something good and then you withdraw when he's not doing the right thing. Oh my God. I'm not I hate that. That. I'm, not, I'm not sleeping with my dog. It's not, it's not always just a sex thing. Like you can, you can reward outside of sex. Like, yeah, like, like you cook him a good dinner. When it comes down to it, the easiest thing a woman can do for her man is have sex. It's easy. That, that takes zero effort on your part. Like that's what makes it so great when when it's like you add something else to it. Like for instance, like sex outside. It's okay, yeah. what I like to do okay, in a yeah. new environment. So that's where that comes into. But it doesn't always have to be sex. If if you're if you're a female and you want to like really get your guy to want, because you want him to want that. You want him to get to that point. You just want to give that. Oh, here it is. Like here's the surprise. Here's the ending. You, you know, you want to be able to get him to the man. This bitch really wants me. Yeah. Give it to her good, almost make it your reward in the end. So the what you what you do, especially for a guy, same thing with the dog, is attention. Attention to small like praise him on something that he likes doing. Oh shit, man, you good car. I don't fucking know. Get him on his sports teams or whatever. Like, oh, they're playing great today or whatever. Like little things like that keep guys going, yeah. And also like working us towards, you know, that whole dog training technique of like <laughs> You want us to continue uh, doing the good things we were doing before. Goodness. I have to disagree with that. I have uh, to disagree with that. I'm sorry, no, that is, this is the number one killer of marriages. Mm. This is the number one is killer of marriages. Next to kids, next to having kids, right? So this is the number one killer of marriages. Women are holding sex hostage. Yes. That is the number one, like, reason, I think, men cheat in marriage. I think that's the number one reason why men are incredibly dissatisfied in long-term marriages. Because women pick up on this and they start using sex as a reward system. Right? If you're a man in the relationship and you're doing man things, your woman should want to fuck you. Like, she should just want to fuck you. It shouldn't be, oh, I'll fuck you if you do this thing. That should never, ever be a situation in a man's Exactly. If a man finds himself in that situation, you're not the alpha in the relationship. You're not. You're not in charge. Agreed. And I hate, I'm not saying date a submissive woman. I'm not saying make your woman submit to you, right? You definitely want to earn her affection, earn her love, earn that intimacy. Yeah. But there's no way, there's no, this, this should ne situation should never happen where your woman is using intimacy as a reward system. Yeah. That's when you next the fuck out of her. So if you find out that your girlfriend is like, I want XYZ done, and I'm only going to fuck you if you do XYZ, and she's denying you five five days out of the week for sex because she's waiting for you to do these things, it's like, let her go. Let her go. One, obviously you guys don't have the same standard on what needs to get done and what your job is in that relationship. And then two, like, don't ever date anybody who just holds sex hostage like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very so That's why that, that technique before also works with that, where it's like, you don't, you don't just use sex as the reward. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't even offer sex as reward. You add something else into it. Sex can happen, and I, I'm not saying don't have sex because I believe sex is the best part of it. So, so I agree with both of you. Like I, I would say, like to me, a real man he doesn't have to entice in anything. Like his girl would, like you know, like Marcus said, she would want to have sex with him. She finds him exactly. attractive. You know, he's doing shit. He's getting shit done. He's the man in the fem and she's the female in the relationship. So sex is not really an issue. They both enjoy it. 
if he's pleasing her, she'll want it as much as he wants it. And yeah. like one thing I would like to say about women is like once you give us the pussy a couple of times, it's it's not a present anymore. You can't like hold it hostage and say like, oh, you know, we've already had it. So it's like, you know, if if you've had cake before, why are you trying to hold it hostage? It doesn't make any sense. And like trying to give it to us for our birthday, when we just had it like two days ago, that's not a good gift either. Uh, like Max said, you know, add something to it, you know, pay attention to what we like, you know, yeah. uh, be observant. You know, you can do a lot more. Like if we're into video games, buy a fucking video games, see how big our eyes get. Like what the fuck, she bought the game I wanted? You know, that yeah. shit's crazy. You know, so it's like holding the pussy hostage, making it something way better than what it actually is. is kind of ridiculous to me because we don't do that to the dick. We don't do that. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense. So guys, if you're out there and your girl is holding the pussy hostage, she's trying to make it seem like it's this all time thing. And yeah, you have to be the guy to get it and shit like that. You know, like Markel said, bounce, man. Because if your sex drive is high and hers is low, do not lower your shit just to meet her fuck that brush her out the room and then find somebody else with the same sex drive and then you guys would be happy so the danish asked a question too it was to red pill um he said what the, what's your definition of a man he asked a question like Bible. oh god i feel like it's such a loaded question I don't, I don't. And so I feel like this we... is my subjective opinion right this is what i personally believe a man is a man is a person who does shit and makes decisions fast that is rational. That's a man. A man does things. A man is action. Being a man is being someone of action. So you are the person who goes to work every day and you're the best at your job. You are the person who comes home and you take care of the house, right? You're the person who has complete control of his domain, but is also equally okay with uncertainty and control, right? or without control. So like if I go to, I'm work all day and I'm gonna come home and I'm clean up my apartment and then I'm a cook, right? Cause I'm hungry. I'm not coming home like, oh, my woman hasn't made anything. I'm coming home like I'm cooking, I'm hungry. Like I am in control of my life. That's a man. So every single day you're waiting for different people to just sparse in little different parts so you can have a complete day. That's not a man to me, right? A man does shit for himself. And that's it. So if you're someone who does things for yourself consistently every single day, day in, day out, regardless of other people's opinions or input, you're a man. So would you say a man wouldn't do something for somebody else? No, he would. But he operates the mentality of like, if I'm okay, now it's my job to take care of everything. Else. Yeah, it's his decision to do it. Right. Yeah. So, so a man is like... You should. I shouldn't believe anybody should just like want to just do everything for themselves. But it's like, I can see somebody in that male, that male premise of, Yes, I'm doing me. I'm me. This is me showing me for you, in a way. Right. Like giving <laughs> gifts in that way isn't just a oh, I'm doing this as a. You be yeah, like, I, I am a man. I have my shit together. Here's my proof. self-sufficient. This is really yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Striving for doing something, being passionate, knowing yourself, being comfortable in your own skin, being confident with who you are, knowing your potential. I well, masculinity, masculine energy is knowing yourself. That's, that is masculine energy, it is self-knowing, right? And, and masculine energy at times can be blind to the world around him, but masculine energy is indifferent to the world around him. He knows himself. Okay. So, so for me, that's just like, that's being a man. Boom. Hope I answer your question, man. <laughs> All right. So uh, the ladies are kind of quiet, so I'm not sure if they had something they wanted to say or add. 
Mm. Our debate. I feel like what you just described, Markel, it could also be a woman too. I know. That's like, I feel like that way. Like everything you said, like I do all that shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and finally, the, uh, the yeah. test results are in, and uh, you, you are a man now. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get your card in the mail. You're going you're gonna to be part of the subscription. It's okay. You're going to have to start shaving your face. It's, it's all part of the gig, unless you want to look like me. It's going to happen. Don't worry. I do agree. Transcendent. That's all it is. <laughs> masculine energy is something that is um, in action. I definitely think it's something that's like directed towards something. I think masculine energy is very important for society because without it, there would be very little organization. Like it, it, it creates structure, right? And men and women both have like masculine energies and feminine energy. Feminine energy is more receptive. Feminine energy allows things to come in and out. Um, it's, 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 it's a dialectic that both like human beings have within themselves so like i don't know are we expressing our masculinity when we do things for ourselves or is that just like a human thing like each one of us have our own kind of energies blending in with each other if that makes sense i think anytime you allow a level of sameness you allow a level of structure you allow a level of like penetration in your life or like this is the thing that i want and i'm going to penetrate this thing you're living in the masculine. So if you feel like you're just allowing something to happen and you're incredibly comfortable with that, you're incredibly understanding of that, that's feminine. But if you're like, no, I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to make this thing a reality. I'm going to manifest this thing on my own, right? That's the masculine. If you're like, no, 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 no. every single day I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to go work out. I'm going to do that every single day. That's masculine. You've created a structure. You've created a sameness. You're attacking a goal. That's the masculine. Right. But if you're I'm going to wake up on my natural sleep rhythm and then I'll go to the gym if I have time today. And if something happens, the gym closed because of quarantine. I'm not going to be upset about that. I'm just going to allow that to just kind of flow and go right by. And then I won't work out. That. That's kind of like the feminine. Right. You're just very accepting. Like you said, the things coming in and out. <coughs> very accepting of change. But if you're like, no, 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 no. Like, fuck that. I'm going to do this. That's masculine. Right. Right. And um, yeah. Oh. And I and we both have those energies. Hey guys, we're gonna take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website of our Y Day podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Wide Date Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate $5 a month, is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where... 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode. And just put it in there. And Or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. 
And let's get back into the episode. Yeah, so Danish asked, he said, what for the ladies, what's your guys' definition of a man? Hmm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I believe a man is someone who is responsible um, and someone who has a sense of direction and someone who knows how to frame or like create structure. Um and is very like self-directed in that like i don't have to tell him how to like <laughs> do things he inherently already knows because he's a man um what the next step would be yeah also on top of that i would say a problem solver yeah. um, like knows how to fix things i think that's very manly masculine um also uh takes accountability yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think in right now in this Aquarius, we're moving into a new kind of transitional space where all of these, all the things that we thought were masculine are kind of transforming and like expressing themselves in a different way. So I, all this to say is like, I think there's um, a small fear that manhood is dying and masculinity is dying but I don't think that's true. I think masculine energy is just being transformed and existing in a brand new way. So you can still be like a self-directed, strong, masculine man, and also like live at home and support your family and not be a homosexual. Like you, like it can still be your, like your domain. Like you can still be- um, I have to disagree with that. You're gonna disagree? I'll disagree with that. I'm sorry. But I think people are trying to transform masculinity. I think that's what they've been trying to do in the last five years, as they're trying to transform it and try to make it more feminine. And it's funny also, because they're not trying to transform femininity into anything. They're not trying to transform that, but they're trying to, for some reason, make masculinity into this toxic thing. And masculinity has never been toxic. It's still not toxic. There's nothing toxic really about it. It's just masculinity. Well, you know what I'm so saying? Anything about there's there's anything something else. Uh, oh, one of one of the things is that this isn't the first time in history that this has happened. It actually happens a lot. This happened during the Greek era. This happened during the Roman era. This happened during the Renaissance. Like there is yep. a time period where, like, you can even go in, you can look, and you'll see men putting on makeup, right. wearing more fancier, being more in what we would put down as feminine and adding a more feminine touch to it. It's what society does. It's the same thing with like back in the eighties, it was all about tall, big tittied, flat ass women. That's true. Nowadays it's Swiss. People are like, no, we like big, thick women who aren't as tall. Like models are still tall, but that the reason why is people are looking for that model look during the eighties because that's what was big during the eighties. Nowadays it's just well, dresses look better on them because they're fucking skinny mannequins. Might as well use them for that purpose. But like, we, we everything changes, and that's just what it is. Right now, we're going through a phase where it is a lot of like bigger, more motherly styled women, and men are coming up to be more childlike. And that's all it is. I honestly don't believe in the whole feminine versus masculine shit because I see myself as a pure, true science-based person. And like this pisses people off, especially since I live here in San Francisco. A lot of people don't see this in the same way. Um, 
to me, when I say, when people are like, yo, what's the difference between a man and a woman? It comes down to literally DNA, X and Y chromosomes. That's it to me. I don't whatever know. you want to call yourself is whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I don't care because names aren't actually a real thing. A name is something we put onto something. So if you want to call yourself a man or a woman, that's cool. That's why it doesn't bother me. I'm like, dude, that's sick. Just let me know ahead of time so I know what to tell you. It's kind of my thing because I don't, I see it as two separate things. So when people put down like, this is feminine, this is masculine, that changes. Every hundred years that changes. Something that was feminine last week could be something that's masculine now, you know? Like that's just how it will always be. So that's why I don't give a shit. I always just act the way I am and just hopefully, hopefully the trend matches. Like me, for instance, I wear skinny jeans. Now skinny jeans used to be only women wear skinny jeans. And I was like, well, they're comfortable, so go fuck yourself. Then trend came in where it's like, yo, skinny jeans are sick. And I'm like, cool. Now I'm wearing skinny jeans. Everyone's wearing skinny jeans. This is cool. No one's going to talk about it. Now we're back into the trend of guys wearing like these big baggy mom jeans and people who wear skinny jeans are fucking weird. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it fucking 20 more years and it'll be cool again. Like I just have to, white, you know, get this through. Same thing with like long hair versus short hair these are all the same trends and it's all based on what people want you to think and what people want you to believe which is why i don't don't look at that i don't give a shit about what anybody thinks is makes you a man or makes you a woman because it doesn't bother me i know what i like and i know what i look for and that's what i stick to it's kind of like my social code i guess i respect that because i um at the end of the day you're right these labels and stuff are constantly moving around but i do think that there's like a core sense of energy which is what we've traditionally called masculine that has like flowed through all the times um and something that we would call like divine feminine and yes those labels change but at the end of the day like i think um i i understand masculinity to be again like very structure oriented very self-directed and when people say masculinity is toxic what we're talking about is just like an overreach of masculinity too much of it We're what's too much of it yeah but what, like, how can you have how can you so like like masculinity something that's shown is like a gentleman thing to do or a manly thing to do is to open a door for a woman right, so well, by her, open her, a door for a woman that, every single day that is that too is, much masculinity what is too much masculinity exactly what is it too much masculinity would be someone who um is so self-directed and so forcefully like um, interested in himself that he doesn't pay attention to his surroundings, that he's not willing to empathize and co-create with other people, um, that will forcefully put his goals above everything else. That's narcissism. That's not. Yeah, masculinity. I was like, that's that's yeah. that's an egotist. That's not really. That's, that's nothing to do with masculinity. But if a female were to do, do the, the same, same thing, thing, would that be toxic? <laughs> yeah, a woman can do the same exact thing. Yeah, Let that's not toxic that's femininity. If it's, it's just a man wanting to do, do what he wants to do. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let her finish. Let her finish what she has to say. So there is such thing as too much feminine energy as well, okay. where it's completely chaotic. You're not self-directed. You have very little, like, um, you have very little boundaries, for example. Things just come in and out. You're constantly swaying. Um, you have no ability to, like, you just give and give and overgive to the, like, detriment of yourself. That would be a form of femininity being harmful to yourself, right? And in the same way, masculinity can be 
like um, overwhelmingly um, harmful to those around you. Like, I'll tell you a story, right? Like, I grew up with a very patriarchal, patriarchal dad, like a very masculine man. And the way he organized our household in the beginning, which it was very much like whatever he said, we did. So um, that, that was down to the way we dressed. That was down to the, the places we would go for like family events. That was down to like, um, just, it just all had to align with what he wanted. Mm-hmm. If the children, like if I had an issue with my father growing up, I couldn't communicate that issue to him because in his mind, if it didn't align with what he believed was right, then there was no fucking way of, like, there was no, there was no, there was, it just, it didn't make sense, essentially. This is what I'm saying when it comes to too much masculinity. Um, you're not able to bring, have other energies help form and create new structures. Like, you just, you're just not, you're not open to it. I, I still that's, think that you're, I'm that's sorry, not, That's not just being narcissistic. It's like, yes, it's narcissism, but it's like with the added energy of like in a masculine way, the way it's being expressed, right? Like if we allow men to be the organizers of structure, having too much rigidity is a bad thing. I was about to say, so what if it's, what if it's reversed and the mother's more like that? What is it called that? Like if the mother's behaving in that way? Yeah. Same as that's too much femininity where she's overly like when she's asking her children to be like, like I'm, I'm thinking of the kind of women who like are so enmeshed with their children that they don't want them to go. Like she needs them to be dependent on her and she needs to constantly caretake. So if their children, their children show any form of independence, like she goes crazy and mad, that would be like too much femininity because yeah, but it, that's not, that's not the same thing as the example beforehand. Because we're talking about femininity, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if a woman were to do the exact same thing the man is doing in that situation and it's considered bad for a male, is that bad for a female? Because I actually, that's how my family is. Or my dad, even though he worked and made all the money, my mom controlled everything. Like, even even the money that he would make, she divvied up what was done with it, including, like, buying shit for herself and whatever she felt was the right thing to do. And, like, how I dressed and how I acted was put down to what... I mean, she wanted me to be a fucking prep when I was a kid. And I was like, yo, it's not happening. Like, it's not going to happen. It's, it's so, would that be considered toxic masculinity for my mother? Because she's in that exact same level that, that your father was in. Right. I would say, yes, your mother had an abundance of masculine energy in her. And she was, it was really important to exert that kind of masculine energy in your family. See, I still think it's it's like he's just a control freak. Yeah, because like, that's how I see it. I'm just when, like she's when, a bitch. <laughs> when I was when I was taking psychology, like a lot of things is people put a lot of human conditions on a lot of things. Like when you hear people say love is hard, love is difficult. Hard and difficult are human conditions. Love is just love. Masculinity is just masculinity. Femininity yeah. is just femininity. So what they are doing, he's not doing. He's not being more masculine. He's just a masculine man, but he's over controlling. You see what I'm saying? She's not over, she's not uh, overly feminine. She's feminine, but she's just overly controlling yeah, or she's my- too nurturing or she's just too loving. It's, it's not, 
toxic of any of those. You, you can't have toxic masculinity or toxic femininity. They just are what they are. Now, when you add human conditions onto them, that's when you have issues. That's when you start to have problems, just like love, just like everything else. You know, you start doing anything other than what it's actually, you know, definition for, then it's going to be in excess. But yeah, it's, it's like... Not, it's not toxic. It's just it's like just now, nowadays. I'm I'm dealing with kids using anything that's considered manly in a in a powering way at all as toxic, masculine. Like I did. It's like guys aren't any guy who tries to act like too much like a man. It's already toxic. It's like it's, yeah, no, that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not good. That's not good at all. Not what we're asking for. Speaks on the children of our generation that's coming up. They they don't know what a real man is anymore. I mean, man, yeah. like in dating world, you you ladies always say you want this nice guy. He listens to you. He talks to you. But what you really always wanted is an alpha. You want a strong masculine dude to be there for you. It, it's it's so hilarious how you guys will fight and say you don't, but you always end up with that kind well, of guy. The question would every be, single time. Have, man. Why it's can't like, you have masculine energy that does both? Why can't you be a strong masculine man who also listens to his partner that's yeah you can you can and so when yeah. you so when you have an overabundance of like no i'm an alpha like da, 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 all of this mm. then you're you're being harmful and that's what the conversation is about don't and that's called narcissism yeah he's an alpha narcissism not all of them are that like that you just have to find an alpha or a guy who's trying to be an alpha or whatever, who's going about his shit, but he still has time for you. He's going to listen to you. And, you know, he's going to have communication, shit like that. You just got to keep looking. Just because you haven't found him yet doesn't mean he's not out there. I, I think mean, that's but that's what we're talking about. We want men who are alphas, who are strong, to also have the ability to listen, to not compromise. Yeah. Well, you know, the best way to do that is mirror that energy. Okay, but, like... When you're saying women want men who listen, they're not saying like be feminine. They're saying be a masculine man who listens. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but like the whole you started off this whole thing with like men, women want like men who don't who want or who are soft. No, and I said you want a masculine man. Just yeah. because a, a man's a masculine doesn't mean he doesn't listen. That makes no sense. He's he, you. You just you're you're putting conditions on it again. Just because he's masculine doesn't mean he doesn't listen. He's just masculine. Being masculine is just being a man. Yeah, being I mean, I would, I would consider myself to be you know fully masculine. Like, I don't really have any feminine traits that I would see myself as. So that's why it's like, when I hear people talk about, like, the, the term toxic masculinity, I'm like, well, is what I'm doing bad? Is me being who I am a bad thing? Because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you doing what we were raised as, as kids, like what the predecessor, what a male is. This is being a man. I act like that. And is that bad? And I've heard from people who are younger than me who are like, yes, like I'm not, I'm only thinking the way I'm thinking because I was raised to think that that's okay. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck is right then? Like, yeah. is me being right. a man a bad thing? And I guess that's like where that lays into that whole toxic man masculinity and what that even actually means. Yeah. Well, it frustrates me because I, I come from Kansas, right? I was I was raised by my grandfather. Uh, I, the first 12 years of my life is back and forth from a farm. Like, we're very masculine out there, right? Yeah. We don't yeah. like hugs. I never seen my grandfather cry once. It, it's just like, it's, it's very masculine, but it's not toxic. You see him saying he was masculine guy. Uh, he, was, he was in the war. All this, you see him spring and kill right next to him. 
his father built his own fucking house. Uh, it's like, it, but there was times where he would, he would have tension for my grandmother. You know, he would be attentive. He'd listen. So they, they communicated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He loved her. He showed her sweet times. He was romantic. But you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it irritates me when people say that because on the other side of the spectrum, he was very masculine. He was a very good man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, there is no toxicity. All right. So we got like five minutes left. What? We just started. Oh, I mean, shit, you guys <laughs> talked about homosexual, then you went into masculine. I was like, it's going to be a while. So I'm letting y'all know we got five minutes. Well, I mean, I, I feel like we're all on the same level of like a homosexual is something you should yeah, yeah. Uh, you should stay oh. away from. Like somebody who shows those and who wants to like, don't do it. Like flat yeah. out. Just like, if that's your goal in life is to be a fucking nobody, just fucking don't. Like, right. Don't do it. Get something so, going on. So continuing on what I was saying, so <laughs> jump in there. <laughs> All right. So what I'm trying to say is that we could add it in the post episode because I know some people were kind of quiet. And it was between you guys. I haven't heard anything Red Pillar say. I don't even know if he's still here or not. <laughs> but um, we'll do the post episode. <laughs> we'll probably talk about masculine and, and feminine. We'll go into that too. But before we end it, I know some comments came up in here. Uh, Gabe said, uh, as an asexual, things that are he's an asexual, so they're ascribed to masculine. I wasn't into and was made fun of for not doing those things, masculine things. Mm -hmm. Toxicity, toxicity, toxicity comes from the tolerance of being a man, being different from the status quo of masculine. Dine said, bro, shit got real, it did get real very <laughs> quick. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if you guys want to add something on there before we end it. And then we'll go to the post episode if you guys are able to hop on. We can talk about this more. <laughs> this needs another episode because, or like a post episode so we can really get into it. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. we definitely absolutely. did that. <laughs> yeah, it got a little real here. I was like, uh-oh. I was like, okay, all right. We still talk about homosexual, so. Nope, out the window. <laughs> hey, I, I brought it back in at the end. I was like, oh, and uh, key point here. <laughs> key point take parts about it. All right. Well, I'm not sure if you guys want to add anything else, but I guess I'll end it here and I'll reinvite you guys to the post episode about 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes or so of it. And I uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> we kind of just lost about the homosexual thing, but we'll, <laughs> we'll go part two. Stick to it. But um, all right, guys. Well, I'll invite you guys again, but thank you guys for tuning in and listening in. Thank you guys for tuning on the live stream. Um, yeah, that is all for me. I will see you guys in the post episode. Bye, y'all. All right, take it easy. Peace. All right. Hey, man. Hey. Yo, did you check out that party I told you about? You know, the one with, you know who who's supposed to be there? Who? You know, the chick with the big heart, heart-shaped booty. Oh, uh, no, I, I didn't go. <laughs> what? Dude, why not? I don't want to talk about it, man. Yo, yo, come on, man. What's going on? It's nothing, nothing. Doesn't sound like nothing. What's wrong? It's just that I remember that one night we went out to that. Remember that one night we went out to the club, that club? Yeah, huh? And we both were chatting up with those chicks hard. Oh, yeah, hard enough to take them home for sure. <laughs> Let's just say not the only thing I took home. Dante, what you mean? I don't want to. Did, did you wear a condom? Well, no, but... Dante, is she pregnant? Wait, no, what, no. Dante, 
Are you pregnant? What? No, dude, no. Then what? I don't know. We had sex. I figured everything was good. But now a few weeks later, I got this horrible burning feeling in my penis, dog. I don't know what to do or who to talk to. I'm too ashamed to go to a doctor and get judged by my actions. Whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Now listen. You knew the consequences of going into battle without wearing any armor, okay? That's on you. But that doesn't mean that you shame yourself over an easy and common mistake. Plus, you can always just test yourself at home. I could test myself at home? Bro, come on. It's 2020. You can spit in a jar and figure out if you're related to Genghis Khan or like 3% sub-Saharan African. You really think science hasn't figured out a way to test yourself at home? Huh? My point is, why don't you just check for yourself? Order a self-test kit online. Nobody needs to know. No one thinks to judge. Yeah, you're right, man. Thanks. Or chances are you just caught yourself some sort of infection due to you not washing yourself properly. See, this is why I don't tell you things. You turn everything into a joke. Bruh, I'm not joking. Not washing your meat is serious offense. <laughs> I'm one of those people who believes that you got to wash your hands before and after you use the restroom. You know what I'm saying? Bro, what is up with you, man? You need help. Man, shut the hell up. What's up, good people? This is Dante. Just letting you guys know this episode is brought to you by letsgetcheck.com. Hope you guys enjoyed our skit and our episode. But just letting you guys know, there will be a promotion that we're giving out to all the listeners and all of our platforms that you guys are listening on. I'll put the link that goes directly to the website with that discount. But if you guys are hearing audio-wise, it's on letsgetcheck.com. Promo will be date 20. We're giving it all to all of our listeners for this week promotion. And you guys can go in there and do it that way. But that's all I have to say. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning into our episode. And see you guys at the next one.